the, the, the Verb is Love, 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 love. Welcome to the Verb is Love podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and this is my sister in Christ, Chrissy, and we are the creators of the Verb Love. Great, great. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the Verb Love podcast, where we are your hosts, Chrissy and Lauren. And um, Lauren, we have a um, a very important topic to talk about, don't we? Yes, we do. Talking about giving our gift away. Wow. For free. <laughs> <laughs> But first, I just want to say a quick prayer. Um, Dear God, I just want to thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us the strength and ability to have our voices heard for your glory, God. And we just ask that you bless our families and the word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, sis, it's it's been... um, it's been a rough week. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I keep saying that it. every week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a good week. Um, you know, my favorite people in the world are veterans, so we just celebrated Memorial Day, and I had a cookout for um, my guys over at the oh, shelter. Nice. So yeah, we celebrated and honored all the veterans that we know that passed away, and um. You know, it was just, it was a great three-day weekend. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was going to say, so how did that go? Everybody was happy? Like, was it a surprise or? Oh, no, they knew about it. Yes, everybody was happy. They was, they just wanted to eat, you know, and enjoy <laughs> each other's company. <laughs> right. Um, You know, well, a lot of, of veterans, they, they love the camaraderie. They love being amongst other veterans because they feel like, they can talk to someone who's gone through what they've gone through and who can relate to the way they're feeling. Right. So they love being around each other. And I love being able to, <clears throat> excuse me, create that environment for veterans to commune together and talk and support and uplift one another. So I'm very grateful to God for using me to to bring veterans together because God knows they are some you know some of the most vulnerable um, people in our they society. So much. Mm-hmm. They really do. And was it who lived there or veterans? Yep, it was just for the people who lived there. Okay. Just my guys. Yep. Um. But yeah, so I mean, you know, the VA had an event on Thursday, May 27th, celebrating the veterans who who passed away. Um, so you know, a lot of different organizations were doing we're things, doing different stuff, yeah, yeah, for veterans. So like a Mother's Day, it for would, veterans. right? It would be <laughs> nice to have like a list of all the events that's going on in each neighborhood. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Maybe like if the newspaper could do something like that, we should. I should reach out to them. But yeah, yeah that would be good. Mm-hmm. But speaking of giving their gifts away, you know, a lot of veterans were were drafted, and so they didn't have the option to sign up. They were told they're going in, or else they're going to be jailed. So 
they they had to basically give up themselves, you know, for their country in exchange. And some of them lost their lives. Some of them came back not the same as they left. Right. And so it's a huge sacrifice. And that's why I love veterans. That's why I love serving them because of the sacrifice that they made. You know, the Bible talks about um, one of the biggest sacrifices of man dying for, you know, his fellow man. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what they do. So I think that's crazy. Like, so basically, after you sign that line, dotted line, you have no more, like, no choices, pretty much. Like, after that, no, great, like... pretty much. Yeah. If you, you know, try to leave, it's considered AWOL, absence mm. without leave. And, you know, that's a whole other set of problems yeah so it's just best to really be sure you know a lot of people what you want to do exactly i was about to say a lot of people dream of being in the military for many years like since they were kids so it's not like some people just wake up one day and be like oh i want to go into the military and then get there and realize no i don't i don't want to go into the military (laughs) so yeah you gotta just but they gave up themselves, you know, for very little money and the ones that died basically for free, for their, for us, for the, you know, the people in the country. And I'm not, I, I feel crazy complaining about giving, like going to feed the homeless or, you know, doing something for somebody for free, like helping a veteran with an application without charging him or something like that, you know, just giving away my talents and my skills for free. Right. I I dare not complain about that when these veterans were drafted and they and had to give up their lives. Yeah. Salute to our veterans. Shout out to y'all. Yes. Thank I you for your service. God bless you I know. Like I'm not a veteran. I, <laughs> I definitely, you know what though? I you're a veteran. That, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I said if I didn't go, get into college that I was going to go into the Air Force. And I guess God knew what he was doing because I got into college. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I would have made it through boot camp, honestly, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah, I don't, think she I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I know you are you are multi talented. So it's like, is it hard for you to give up give up your gifts for free, or like maybe like send a sweatsuit or to somebody a shelter or something? Because I know you have the clothing brand too. So I say for me, I'm still a small business, so it is mm-hmm. you know it is costly to do stuff. So sometimes not. Like, I'm all into donating and giving gifts. Mm-hmm. I know I had, like, one person reach out to me, and she was like, can you give me... Like, she was telling me what to give. I was like, well, that's not... You know, usually you ask, and then I can mm-hmm. give you what I can. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have told me this in advance, I could have, you know, basically... Prepared. Because, yeah. Right, because yeah. that's coming out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. But I said, I don't have any problem, you know... I forgot what I said, but I just said I couldn't do it right then and there. And the amount you're asking for, you know, I'm not like a huge company. Mm-hmm. 
I can't do that at the last minute. I think she was like having something in a week or something like that. Okay. But yeah, I like that. But I don't like when you know you can't be choosy. You know, somebody's giving you something and it's not the kindness of your heart. You can't say, "Oh, I need this. I need that." You know. Yeah. Be grateful. And then another thing too. I'm all into helping, but I do agree sometimes in investing in something. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, I know, and the reason why I say that is because I've actually had someone ask for help, and I helped them, and they didn't do anything. So mm. then I, so so then I know what people are talking about. You know, sometimes you do want to charge people just because of that, because maybe they'll take it more seriously because they're paying yeah. for it out of their pocket. Because I had a one person before they came to me again and again and again about a website. You know, I waited for them. I even called them. Mm-hmm. And they didn't answer the phone. And then it was just back and forth. I was like, what am I doing? Right. I'm what is this? you <laughs> to do what you want to do. But so I think we're giving your gift away. I'm definitely um, into that. But sometimes I do feel as though, you know, you got to be willing and ready to do it. You can't waste people's time either. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, I don't, you know, because they say help people that can't really do nothing for you. And I can't, I believe in that. Um, I was having a conversation with my cousin. And, um, you know, she was saying, yeah, if you are, you know, dis- disadvantaged or you're disabled or something and you need help. Yeah, I wouldn't mind maybe going to the grocery store for you or, you know, doing something that you can never repay me. I wouldn't want you to repay me for. Right. But if it's somebody that's like able body, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. Like you can grasp this stuff. You're just being lazy and you want me to spend time and do the things for you. No, no. Now you're going to have to pay. (laughs) I'm glad that you said that because that's my thing. I don't, I want you to think like I can help you. I can tell you like give them my gift. I even tell you what I did, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, I have people who want now, basically when it comes, they want to know exactly what I did. Is that use? Mm-hmm. No, because that's not. Now you just want to co- copy everything I'm doing instead of using <laughs> your own gift. Instead exactly. of using your own gift. Yeah, because we all got them. Right. Like, for example, I had somebody ask me, So, how do I do what you do? I was like, What? Whoa, and then nobody can be me, honey. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that. And then even I give people answers. Well, how do I go about starting? Well, I think there was like, well, how do I go if I have a design? How do I start? I was like, take that design and you get it printed on the shirt. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like simple questions that I knew you knew the answer to. I just felt like basically you just wanted me to give you everything I had. For stuff like that, you yeah. have to pay people. If you don't even try. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that's when you gotta pay. Because I know in business sometimes, like, they, like, the scholars or the millionaires, they say focus on what you're good on at Mm -hmm. and then outsource the rest. So, you know, let's say you're not good at building a website. Okay, then pay somebody. Or it's like they can, um, 
they have interns you know there's resources out here you got virtual assistants you got fiverr you got upwork it's a lot of different resources out here example Mm -hmm. like internet you don't know how to art based i don't mind questions like this they see my website oh what platform do you use i use shopify yeah boom like i don't have no problem telling you what i use and what i do my problem right. is now okay so where where you get that picture from or what it like no now you just right. being a little crazy a little bit like now <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with help now now, now you know yeah now it's because it's a thin line for copying because i'm not going to give you my trade secret without being compensated because what if you become a competition and it's not, not like it's not enough money out here for everyone, but I really don't want people trying, and this is really going to happen regardless. Mm. Like once yep, people see that is. you're successful, you're going to have copycats. You're going to have copycats, this but you, so you got your gifts and God gave everybody their gifts. Nobody can do what you do like you. And that's, that's what makes it so special because we're all different, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody can do it like us. That's why we got to give it away. And that's how our blessings come from the Lord, you know, because he sees our heart and he sees like if we're really genuinely trying to help or right. if people trying to just take advantage and steal our ideas. He knows the hearts of people and he knows our hearts. So if we turn to somebody down because we see that they're trying to take advantage, we're not going to, you know, we're not, God's not going to be like, oh, you're not helping, you're not giving your gift away because he knows the heart and the intent of, you know, the person, the people that's asking for help. And like you said, they're going to do it anyway. So I, it used to bother me. I I have a recent story I'll get into today. <laughs> but it used to bother me, but I don't let it bother me anymore because like you said, can't nobody do things the way you do it. So I had mm-hmm. to get that in my mind, but I used to be like, come on now. Like, seriously? Like, I can't get a break. But I feel like it's okay to be inspired. It's okay, you know, but just to write out and copy, that's not using your gift. That's not stepping into your purpose. Mm-hmm. That's just being a fraud. And you can't do that for long because then you have to keep trying to ke- catch up with the person you're copying off. It's just better off yep. to be yourself. Exactly. So much better. And them, um, you always talk about living in your purpose, girl. Your purpose line is so fire. I love it. And my sweatsuit, when I saw that deal, I was like, oh, I got to jump on that. Okay. I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? And actually, I think I did that by mistake that one, but I was like, I didn't feel like going back and changing all little sizes. So I just left it. I just left it. <laughs> but I was like, whatever. What you say? The sweatsuit? I got the fear no evil sweatsuit. Yeah. Yes, girl. I love it. It's so comfy. It's like it fits perfectly. It's it's true to size. So, you yeah, know, yeah. whatever size I wear, that's, that's exactly how it fits. And it was so good looking. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so stylish. I love it. And I, I love like two pieces. Like something I don't have to Look for Worry my about the bottoms. Yeah, yep. look for the tops. I'm like, exactly. oh, they go a two-piece. Bam, throw both on. I love it. I'm out the door. <laughs> Gotta worry about nothing else. Look. Oh, so thank you, sis. That was awesome. I love your, you know I love your clothing line. <laughs> that 
yours, yours and um, God is dope. Yours and God is dope is my two favorite like black owned clothing apparel. I didn't know that was black owned. It is. Yes, girl. God is dope is black owned. I didn't know that. They right in Atlanta. They from Atlanta. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah. They fooled me. <laughs> That's because they got all. Oh really? I mean, do you get the emails? No, just from um Instagram and Facebook. Like I look at the ads, you know. Oh I yeah, be looking at people they, be, they be trying to. I guess they be trying to appease all the shoppers, all the buyers. Yeah. But in the emails, it it just be like it shows the ethnicity of their brand. You know what I mean? Oh, then you could tell by that. Okay. Yeah. Just like Fashion Nova, yeah. I'd be like, they is so. Are they black owned? I don't even think they are. I think they're just uh, trying to target our um, audience with the stuff they be saying. Yeah, saying and and doing. Like, hey, girl, you got your stimmy? I be like, no, I'm done. Oh with yeah, dogs. they were saying that. Like, um, but I love it. Look, over. somebody. <laughs> I I be paying attention because I gotta learn. I be because the marketing and the ads. That's why yep. I know the God is dope ads. I be looking at the marketing side. Like, look at what they're doing. Let me see how they um bringing this audience in. Let me check this out. You know it, and we so we couldn't be a we it. couldn't be a black podcast, a black Christian podcast, without talking about the 100 year anniversary of the Tulsa massacre of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I I know that was the top the topic of discussion this week because it was the 100 year anniversary. From um nineteen twenty one, you know about that, right? I honestly don't. I ain't gonna sit here and fit. Well, when they um, I know because, and it's not your fault. I mean, they don't teach it in in schools, but um, so we had nineteen twenty one. All the black people got together, the like minded black people, and they just started creating their own infrastructure, their own capital. So they had banks and they had hospitals and they had stores and movie theater. They had everything. And so it was like one area. And in 24 hours, they lost it all. It took them 15 years to put it together. They started in 1905. And somebody burnt it down? White people, a white mob. I mean, it is what it is. It's history. I'm not, you know, we're, we're not racist. I'm just saying that's what it was. It was a white mob. Um, they burned it down in 24 hours. They lost everything. But see, that was a, right there, that was a, a disconnect in wealth. Because can you imagine the great, the great, great grandkids that would have benefited off of them black owned hospitals and them buildings and all that? But mm-hmm. once they burnt it down, you know, in 24 hours, it took them 15 years to put that infrastructure together and it was gone. And they, they haven't, um, you know, things just haven't been the same since. Right. And so now there's, we're rebuilding and that was a hundred years ago. So it's taken us this long to come together. And we, you know, we still ain't got it since with all the black and black crimes. And I know it's, relative to proximity but it still doesn't negate the amount of black people that kill black people it's still sickening i don't care if it was two percent it you know it shouldn't be but um you know it's just taking us this long to to come back and bounce back 
But that is that has been the topic of discussion on the news and in the papers. So I'm glad to hear about it. Even my coworker, who's a, I mean, my uh, one of my employees, he's a, a white guy. He said he never even knew about it. I'm mad. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it on the news, but then you I wasn't didn't? watching. All. No. Do you get the news delivered to your email? Oh no, I don't. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna forward it to you so you can subscribe. Because I read, I don't watch the news. I rather read it because then I can discriminate on what I want to have in my brain. You know, they say be careful what you feed your mind because mm-hmm. you know the news is all is mostly negative, 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 and you just forced to sit there. Not forced, but. <laughs> Yeah, because I really don't watch the news either. I'm I'm there when it's on, but I'm not really mm-hmm. listening. I like yeah. y'all pick and choose what I'm like you said listening to. Or am I here, thirty four year old kid? I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm not turn around, but I don't really be watching it unless it's, I'm in front of it and it's on, and I'm still really not watching it. Right. But I would, yeah. but I would have heard that. So they weren't talking about it when I was watching. Oh, yeah. They probably, probably had a little, a little two to five second segment. It's a hundred oh, years. I missed. Yeah. <laughs> the one and thing I'm they, going to see. <laughs> I know, right? And then they... So, shout out to all the Black business owners. Down, you will be able to download your um, Black business directory app. This is this is going to be life-changing. Yes! I'm very excited because once everyone just starts using it, like going, like in my mind, I envision it to be like the the black Google, like the mm. Google for black businesses. Like you, wherever you are, you'll be able to go to the Find Bob's app and, and be look. like, I want, I need clothes. I need my baby need Pampers. I need deodorant. You know, we got play pits. Um. All, just all types of black. I need sheets. I need trash bags. Yes, restaurants, barbershops. All black owned. And that's, that's I think that's that's going to be a, a turning point. Mm-hmm. Because when you have something, you already know it's a digital world. Right? When you have something at your fingertips that you can use to find and support black businesses right in wherever you are, what excuse would you have to not support a black business? None at all. All we need is a good excuse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, come on in. Right. So we want all black businesses to leverage off of this. All black business to leverage off of the Bob app. So you know, it's all about uplifting our community and and staying connected. And we can help each other by giving our gifts away because you never know who might need what you offer, what you have. And I know our friend Nehemiah, he always says, what comes to you very easily Mm -hmm. that may come to others, you know, more difficult. (laughs) Right. And I was going to say, too, I know I talked a little not, you know, about sometimes not giving your gift away and, you know, having a charge for some things. But. For me, giving a giving my gift away is my purpose. Encouraging people with my mobile app. Every day, I give out we give out daily inspiration, weekly scriptures, mm. and I enjoy doing it. That's a passion that I love to do. I'm not getting paid for that. It's a free right. mobile app that people can download that I pay for every month, monthly. You know, mm-hmm. that gives out daily inspiration. My clothing, even though I can make a, I do make a profit from from that. 
aspect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, just the words and everything behind it is to encourage and inspire. And that's something that I give away freely. Absolutely. The Testimony Tuesday, you know, coming over there, coming on there every other week or whenever Mm -hmm. I come on and just hearing people share their stories. That's giving your gift away because with that, you know, you know, you're hearing other people's stories and your lives are being Mm -hmm. changed by hearing someone's testimony. Yes. Too, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be tangible. Right. Even a smile, smiling at someone. I was just talking about this in my live yesterday. That's really yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I missed that. I missed your live. I usually like tuning into your lives. I missed it because I um usually put a flyer, but my um guest she had a family emergency. But I was like, let me still go in here because I I took a week off. I'm just let the people see my face and have the chit chat. Mm -hmm. But I was saying, (laughs) someone was just saying too, you know. Just smiling at somebody because you know you don't know what somebody is going through. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part, we had somebody come on the live that was saying they were really going through something, and it was so glad they heard my story wow. because they were going through. It. And that's exactly why I do what I do because mm-hmm. you know you never know what somebody is going through, and just right. that encouraging word, you know, could just change somebody's whole perspective. So even if it's just one person, amen. You you've done your job. So God is good. Um we 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 shout out a couple black businesses today. But um, you know, just keep loving on one another, guys. Mm-hmm. Give your gift away for free and smile. <laughs> I know I'll be looking at people and I'll be wanting to say hi, but they just <laughs> they don't even be like they don't look like they want to be bothered. Let me tell people, you, especially in Philly. Yes, I'm. Yo, that was so funny. You said that again because we was talking about that, and I was talking about <laughs> how I started my job at Einstein, and they mm-hmm. have this little orientation right where they say you have to smile if you're in five feet or somebody smile mm-hmm. or say hello. Mm-hmm. They don't do that, okay? <laughs> I remember. Look, I you know how you first started the new job yeah. I'm all smiling at everybody looking at me. they looking at me like what's she looking at me like that for something <laughs> I, I know but Philly is rough like, like I can't so, even smile I know <laughs> but I see I grew up down south so I'm used to that hospitality, hospitality. Okay. yes everyone's friendly everyone hi how are you how you doing up here, it's like grizzly. Like we be getting grilled. That <laughs> stupid laugh. What are you? What are you smiling at? <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, right. whoa. Everything's okay. We love right. you. <laughs> okay, it's okay, girl. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll I'll smile and speak and crickets. That too. That mm, that <laughs> grinds my gears, girl. Especially somebody like myself who is an introvert. Now I'm pushing out my element to speak in this crickets. I'm like, okay, <laughs> don't do that again. All right. All right. She must be having a bad day. Right. I know. So, but we going to keep being us. We're going to keep smiling, keep pushing out of our comfort zones because there's no growth in our comfort zones. Right. And we want to keep growing. So we got to step out. Amen. But, um, Yes, I know. I love it. I got to go back and watch it. 
But listen, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, the Verb Love Podcast, rate, yes. review, leave us some topics, comments. Um, but we love you guys. And thanks for hanging out with us and rocking with us. Oh, the the next, um, we need to bring somebody on here, sis, to talk about emotional intelligence and the lack thereof. Like, sure. what what is it? What does God say about it? And why do people, especially in the African-American community, lack emotional intelligence? Like, that needs to be a whole episode, for real. We need to have a guest. Let me, so say, let say me work on it. emotional intelligence, what, what do you mean? Like, not having like, emotions? Like, yes, it's like, it's like, um, not, um, not being able to connect with people emotion, emotionally. Mm. Like, not understanding when they're being emotional. My daughter can tell Yana. Yeah, so. My daughter going to break it down real quick. Tell them, yeah. About what? Emotional intelligence. What do you think it is? Emotional intelligence is when you have the ability to connect with other people on an emotional level, spiritually, mentally, mm. romantically, educationally, and be able to listen to other people's perspectives without, like, attacking me, Gabby, and my um, cousin, yes! Shanice. We were talking about this. <laughs> listen to somebody else's viewpoint, perspective, because everybody has different political affiliations, different religions, different identities different opinions beliefs all that so you have to be able mm. to know that there are different intersectionalities different identities in this world and be able to emotionally Girl. attack the idea of the person but not the person within themselves because you can't be mad at a person for thinking differently than you everybody's going to yes. have their entitled to their own opinion exactly. and there's difference between facts it. and opinion you got to know the truth and you got to be able to distinct that between the truth and your personal experience because they're totally two different things so. right Ah, so that's a social work major. Okay, I love it. That's that, Tiana, girl. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, so I'm she she about. goes to school for social work. So she go ahead, right. social worker. Right. Yeah, okay. So the psychology of the mind and the sociology of the mind and human behavior. Oh that's my God. right. But it. it's just so common between it's- black men about their lack of emotional intelligence yes. and how it's, it's hard true. to communicate mm-hmm. okay. it's hard to communicate because they're so focused on their I'm masculinity so- their manhood they yes. compare they equate emotional intelligence with femininity and then they automatically think that's something that's feminine or gay in all reality yep. you express your emotions you won't you won't feel pressure to do negative things to uh, revert to drugs revert to violence revert yep. to cheating or doing things that can be necessarily sinful or not with God you know puts us on this earth to be it's like the opposite like me and my sister was talking about like you know philly feels like it's like a like a shadow of death upon us because people in philly don't know their purpose i think a lot of people need to figure out what their why is to stay on the steady path of being positive and more um, connected to god and have a better relationship with god yeah what you were saying Mm -hmm. i'm so glad that you Oh, yeah. Literally, I was talking to um. We can even uh-huh. have a conversation because he's so like he he gets so his emotions. Yeah. Not listening, like this has nothing. Right. We were talking about. He was saying how it would be better for my child to live in the county. I'm like it has, and I'm trying to explain to him the county has nothing to do with the individual. If the yeah. individual 
is going through things, putting them in a different setting doesn't mean that's going to actually change. Sometimes that means, you know, spending more time with that person, doing yeah. different things with that person. Don't you get stuck up with this county stuff. Like, that has nothing to do with it. Like, a slow is what's already causing our kids problems now, being in the house and mentally messed up. They've been in the mm-hmm. house all this time. For me, yeah. and I'm trying to explain it who just moved into the county so they had this mindset oh that's the lifestyle and like don't don't forget your roots okay right this yeah has nothing to do with but it's just funny that you it, said it goes because... back to mindset too like yeah, you said I'm like, the person you, you have to still condition the mindset it doesn't matter where they are right like bad things can't happen in the county that's where more not sad to say but they're exposed to a lot more things that yeah. people do drugs and addictions and different things like that it's mm-hmm. all over. And I'm yeah. like, you can't just think that you're going to shield somebody by doing that. You're still going to go to high school. You're still going to meet people. Like, right. what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> trying to have a conversation. And he's like, if we don't agree, like you said, you don't have to agree. Yeah. But why are you upset? Because I don't I agree. Know. I'm like, this is the mindset. and I And it's not his fault but like you said I just feel like it's how he was brought up and it's just yeah. stuck in their ways when it's like she said so much more and I'm just like mm-hmm. hey listening like so I know life. But yeah. yeah especially when you I'll be thinking like when you reach a certain age like you should have developed a certain type Child. of mindset and Child. that's not the case for no. everyone no <laughs> <laughs> like what I know. I gotta stop thinking that maturity comes with age. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I'm like, you at the streets? Have you changed? Like that stuff really messed you up. Like, like it can really mess somebody up. And like you said, like just seeing the stuff on the news every day, it's like I feel like they think that that's all they have. That's all the hope they have. When you don't. Well, you don't have to stay stuck, but that's the mindset. I know it is. So we gotta pray for our people, yeah, for our communities, pray for our young black men out here in these streets that think they don't have any other options. Like you said, they don't see the resources. Um, we're gonna pray for our government to provide more after school programs, things that interest these kids. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not always basketball and football. You know, maybe it's chess or um, who knows, cars. Hello. You know, you just, we gotta, we gotta listen, we gotta hear the voices. I know one, what's the um, rapper, Voice of the Youth? Um, that lo- that guy from Philly. I know who you're talking about. But, I don't know um, no names. <laughs> LB, L- LGP Quan, him. I think that's the same. <laughs> Look at but, you. Yeah. I like that because he's saying the voice of the youth. Like, we need to listen to the youth. These youths are going to be here when we're dead and gone. So yeah. we need to find out what it is that they're interested in, what it is that they like to do, that they want to do, other than come, go out on the block, selling drugs, right. or just hanging out with your pants sagging. Like, that's not the move, guys. And I know they see it in the rap videos and it's so sad because I think it's so disgusting. But it is what it is. It's, that's what they doing. And that's a that's a jail fad, by the way. 
I know. That's why I said we're going to pray for our people, sis. But that's what we're here for because, you know, God said the <laughs> prayers of the righteous avail of much. So we just want to keep praying. We love you guys. Read your Bible. I know um, I had one verse, sis. It's from Proverbs chapter 3, um, <laughs> verse 1 through 2. It says, my child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Wow. So God tells you right there in Proverbs chapter 3 what you need to do to have a satisfying long life. Store his commands in your heart. And you know, if we store if we store God's commands in our hearts, that means we're always thinking about them. Every move we make, everything we do, we're always thinking about God's commands. Would, would God like this? You know, God can you lead me this way? Can you teach me, make me the right, help me make the right decision? If we got his commands in our heart, we'll we live many years. Decision. Okay. Yes, we'll make better decisions. So keep that in mind, guys. We love you. I love you, sis. And thanks for rocking out with us. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Verb Love Podcast. Shout out to Tiana, too, for coming up. Okay. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Peace. Bye.